This podcast is brought to you by KHL Interactive, the new name for Knowledge Hemisphere. Check us out at www.khlinteractive.com. New media, podcasts, corporate videos, and more. The Smooth Groovers Review licensed podcast contains smooth jazz, soul, jazz funk, and much more. Welcome to the Smooth Groovers Review, and this is Dr. Groove, back with another show. This is Season 4, Episode 21, and welcome to the Professor. And, Professor, have you just walked in through the door? A kind of SG-type door. <laughs> Thanks, Doc, yeah. Uh, this show's intro music is from the world of film and television. As the Doc says, uh, he was trying to introduce the Stargate concept when he mentioned door. And a Stargate is part of a galactic system of ancient ring-shaped portals that creates a wormhole through which people can travel and reach other worlds in seconds. The film Stargate, whose stars included Kurt Russell and James Spader, appeared in 1994, and the music was written by Grammy Award-winning British film composer David Arnold, who scored some of the more recent James Bond films. Also, the 1996 film Independence Day, and the cult TV show Little Britain. Stargate is also well known to television as Stargate SG-1 and Stargate Atlantis, and I've seen a few of those, and also Stargate Infinity and Stargate Universe, which I didn't know about until I read Wikipedia. Stargate Universe was actually on the other day, actually, and stars uh, Robert Carlyle, who's a very famous British actor, who came in The Full Monty. Right, yes, and... Doc, you've got satellite television, haven't you? Yeah, sure have. Uh, Recently upgraded to one of these high-definition things, so um, we'll see if, basically, we have what Bruce Springsteen once said, 55 channels and there's nothing on. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get on with the show. You are tuned into the Smooth Groovers Review. It's a uh, fortnightly podcast considering of three elements. And three elements happen to be fresh stuff, which happens to be great soul, funk, jazz... Fusion, chill, smooth jazz, we can go on forever. And also, we follow that with the soul sensation. And we end the track with stuff that we think is still fresh today, but we call it Bring It Back because it's wonders from the past. Absolutely, Doc, and we look forward to today's show, as we say, Season 4, Episode 21. And we're kicking off the Fresh Batch section of our show with four great newies. And starting off, it's a favourite of ours, a favourite of the Doc and the Prof, George Benson. Great stuff. This is George Benson with Exotica. This is from the amazing new CD, which happens to be called Songs and Stories. And I did say the other week that we would be featuring another track from this fantastic album. I think it was last time around when I actually did feature a track, uh, and that was, I think, called Living in High Definition. Now, uh, it was very difficult to toss up between which one to put on first, but uh, here you go. Here is Exotica. Thank you. 
were listening to George Benson from his brand new album Songs and Stories the track happens to be called Exotica and I tell you there's some great stuff there uh, I also mentioned last time around Rod Temperton and also Norman Brown later on in the show we've got a track by Norman Brown in the Soul Sensation Spot we'll have to wait for that because the prof has got some fantastic news from a great friend of ours Absolutely. An artist who studied the clarinet at the age of 14 and later taught himself the saxophone. This man can groove, smooth and soothe you with his great music. A new single just out bringing sophisticated brightness to this October of 2009. Enjoy the awesome sound of Rocco Ventrella and Where Are You? so hot off the press and uh, we really appreciate Rocco's team sending it over to us 
Thank you so much, and we are deeply honoured to have this track and uh, bringing it out to the world, bringing it out to you. Absolutely. Where Are You by Rocco Ventrella, available from the Seven Digital Indie Store, where you can read some wonderful comments on Rocco's music by some of our favourite smooth jazz artists. And there's a link to Seven Digital on Rocco's website, www.roccoventrella.com. And we've played Rocco's music earlier in Season 4. Also, do check out his previous albums. Okay, let's carry on with another track from Rick Braun's album. We featured Rick Braun very recently, and I did say at the time, again, just like the George Benson album, it is so difficult to choose tracks, so we're going to feature another one. This is Christiane, and the particular album happens to be called All It Takes.
Now we read from Rick's website, and uh, I have mentioned before that we are expecting Rick and also his buddy Richard Elliott to be coming over to the UK next February. You can hardly wait for that. Anyway, we read from Rick's website, which is very well put together, by the way. We read that nobody on today's contemporary urban jazz scene knows more about the power of perfect, timely partnerships or what it takes to keep the number one hits coming than Rick Braun. Drawing from the title of the trumpeter, composer and producer's stylistic, eclectic, envelope-pushing debut on artistry music, all it takes is finding the groove with his friends and fellow greats. This is smooth jazz artist Travis Vega sitting in with Dr. Groove and Professor Smooth. You're listening to Smooth Groover's Review. Okay, as per last time around, and again, we've had uh, some great opportunities this year to uh, meet some fantastic artists. I had a chance to meet up with Bob Baldwin, who is uh, awesome in uh, many ways. And we have an interview with him right now. He's simply an amazing keyboardist, uh, also producer. Uh, Here's a chance to hear the interview. uh, And also, he introduces a wonderful track, which is on his latest CD entitled Looking Back. Uh, The track happens to feature Chuck Loeb, but I'll let him tell you all about it listener join us uh, on a regular basis and even more honor uh, and respect for the fact that bob's given just some time out of his busy schedule uh, tell us a little bit about your new album man because uh, i've been checking it out and even uh, my fellow producer and uh, uh, presenter professor smooth uh, loves okay. your stuff you know okay okay well first of all thank you for uh, this interview i really appreciate um, your love for the music and uh, your support um, looking back as a reflection of the last 20 years of my recording career. Um, my father passed away last year, and I wanted to give him a nice little send-off. Inside the cover, you'll see some shots of him that he shot back in 1953, wow. 1954. And I, I touched him up and uh, gave him a nice, um, gave him a nice look. Uh, there's a shot in there of my mother from you know when she was like in her 20s, man. It's an amazing Ooh. shot. But um, the 20 years also covers my music uh, career, working with uh, Grover Washington Jr. and Marion Meadows and. Uh, uh, Will Downing, and I just wanted to just document the last 20 years of where I've been because who knows where I'll be the next 20. You're going to be around and you're going to be producing great stuff. Absolutely, I'm sure. man. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping that people, for those who don't know anything about Bob Baldwin, they can just pick up this CD and say, okay, this is where the guy's gone, what he's done, to get to read some credits and get, get an understanding of, of who I am as a person. And hopefully we get a chance to you know connect as people first and then you know musically second. Yeah, we can get that album from uh, iTunes, right? Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, I was yes, checking yes. it out earlier on. Yes, yes, and uh, that's a follow-up from the CD, NewUrbanJazz.com, which you probably already yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which is also, um, it's kind of morphed into a, a radio concept, where since, since that record came out, in fact, the week that that record came out, CD 101 in New York uh, flipped their format. Right. And from there, about 14 of the stations followed suit within the last 12 months after that. That was back in... Uh, February of oh, uh, of 08, last year. And the end result was that the whole East Coast pretty much has no smooth jazz between... Yeah, I know. I see, I've been noticing a few like KKSF and... Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's on the West yeah. Coast. Yeah, sure. On the yeah. East Coast, there's no smooth jazz between Springfield, Massachusetts to uh, Orlando, Florida, which is about 2,000 miles. I remember being in Bos- Washington, if you get Washington, D.C., and there was that's the gone. WJYZ. J- yeah, JZZ. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. 
CD101 to Philadelphia, D.C., Atlanta, where I was working at part-time. All those stations are gone, so mm -hmm. now uh, what I've done is to create a format called New Urban Jazz, which is a fusion of contemporary jazz with touches of urban and Brazilian flavors. Right. And now I'm going to be infusing uh, some South African smooth jazz, and the music, music sounds just like smooth jazz, which mm -hmm. is really amazing. There's a lot of talent out there that's not being exposed, so my right. goal is to try to raise the bar, give people a different, you know, a different angle of listening to music. I mean, I mean we're a podcast, but you think, like, um, uh, on the internet, you think there'll be uh, an increase in internet radio stations which are... Yeah, we kind of fill the fill the void. I think they'll ha they'll have to be in order for the, the genre to stay alive until they figure out a way to start televising this uh, genre more often. I think yeah. there's there's a it's highly unpublicized as far as TV TV coverage. Right. Okay. And I, I think that's you know R and B and gospel. All those all those genres have a lot of television coverage, but smooth you know jazz period just doesn't have the coverage that it deserves mm. to have. And as you see, when you listen to the record and you come to the concert, it's a whole different, uh, absolutely, yeah, whole different vibe. I, I don't know why. Why not? Maybe it's um, maybe it's the editors. Maybe it's the media. Maybe it's just kind of you know um, what is defined as mainstream by the wrong people right. or the people who haven't been exposed to it. And once they will, well, obviously okay. the people that control the drama have decided that it'll. They wanted to be a certain way, whatever it is, you know, whatever that way is. It's, it hasn't been successful though. So okay. But I'm very happy that stations and you know sites like yourself are are out here, you know, with the love for the music, which is the most important. If you have the love for the music, the, the rest of it will take care of itself. I mean, I, I mean, we're quite honoured with all the listeners that come to us. But if you look statistically, you know, there is definitely um, a convergence towards going towards the internet, right? And there are more and more people. Yeah. So I can't understand why the advertisers don't see the fact that, say, uh, you know, they've had ten thousand downloads. Okay, so that means there is an interest. Or yeah, there's right. a hundred thousand hits on one particular website, which sure. has to be a jazz site, or there's kind of a hunger for the information, yeah. or collaborations that are happening. You know, between my site, which is uh, BobBalwin.com, and then my my company site, which is CitySketches.com, and then NewUrbanJazz.com, I'm getting a hundred thousand hits. Yeah, it's incredible. Easily, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So and people people are hungry for the for the information, and I think as long as you're feeding people the information, they'll they'll, yeah. they'll stick around. Yeah, I think yeah, definitely convergence and more kind of uh, maybe portable devices. Sure. Yeah, will lead to that. Yeah. Um, I think they call it the semantic web, which is when you're walking around. Yeah. And, and you know, the device can actually pick up the fact that it knows who you are, where you are. Right. Then, in theory, it can stream it to you as well. Exactly. So technology is going to happen in the future. Yeah, that's hot. But back to the music. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about the album. Uh, we need to go out and uh, get everyone yeah. to get it. Yeah. You know, uh, so New Urban Jazz stuff. is, you know, it was a spinoff of. CD101 and the station's falling off and developing a new radio format but it also uh, it's also been my sound I grew up listening to Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder yeah. and um, Earth, Wind & Fire Chicago yeah. but then I also you know that was my sister's record collection then my <laughs> father had Miles Davis and All right. Thelonious Monk and Bud Powell and, and um, you haven't seen my record Herbie Hancock yeah I have a schizophrenic musical personality so um, you know, when you see me play, you, when I get on the piano, I, I go straight jazz. But then when I'm on the keyboard, I, you know, it's about keeping the funk. Alive. Uh, I want to say to you, like, you know, that Michael Jackson thing that you did, it, you kind of, you just, it was fantastic. Thank really, you, really Thank enjoyable. You. Thank you. With the commercial bits and the kind of really kind right. of improvised bits, sure, sure, and then sure. taking it to another level, yeah. and bringing in the smooth stuff, and yeah. then returning all the way to the end, uh, yeah. oh, back yeah. to the classical. All right, no you doubt, did, you did well. No, no doubt. That, that Thank kind you, of, man. It was almost like a cyclic event, mm -hmm. you know. It was good stuff. It was a journey we took, you know, yeah. including myself. And I had no idea which way I was going to go with it. 
No, you did great. It's Thank fantastic. you. Man. And I'd like to say, you know, wish you best of luck. Deserve its success continued. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, uh, encourage everyone to get out there and uh, get the album and uh, check out all the fantastic stuff you're doing as well. Absolutely. You can go to you can go to BobBaldwin.com to hear some sound clips and you know get a little history lesson on, on who I am. Absolutely. And if you want to just get one CD, and looking back is probably the that's like the Bob Ball and 101 collection. Okay. Once you get that, then you get a taste I, of I tend to sometimes choose the tracks, but if I was to get a Bob Baldwin track to play next, just after this interview, what would you recommend that we um, stick on? Or is that too much pressure? Because uh, no <laughs> I know all the stuff is good. Oh, I know all the stuff is thank good. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know, Never Can Say Goodbye is the, uh, is the track of choice right now. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I think Never Can Say Goodbye with the, you know, with Michael Jackson passing away. Uh, that's fantastic stuff. Yeah. Thank you very much, Bob. Appreciate Wish it. Wish you best of luck in the future. And thank you for a fantastic evening. I really uh, enjoyed it. Uh, it took me to mine. another level. Top 10 stuff. Uh, Great cool, stuff. Cool, man. Well, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Okay, Professor, we hope you enjoyed that in terms of uh, you personally, as well as the, I've got to say, it's thousands of listeners at the moment that are tuning into the Smooth Groovies Review every couple of weeks, and we're really grateful for your ears. Now, let's move on to the next part of the program. That happens to be the Soul Sensation. I just love saying it that way. Okay, thanks, Doc. And we're beginning Season 4, Episode 21, Soul Sensation, with a great oldie from a poet, musician, author, spoken word soul performer, Gil Scott Heron, with his longtime musical partner, Brian Jackson, a song about the abuse of alcohol in the bottle.
Scott Heron, whose collaborative efforts with Brian Jackson created fusions of jazz, blues and soul with songs about social and political issues with deep, meaningful lyrics. Gil is also known by many as the godfather of rap and one of the genre's founding fathers. Read further in Wikipedia and do visit www.wikipedia.com gillscottheron.com and also www.brianjackson.net If you know or check out his music you'll have plenty to learn from his lyrics as well as some great music Fantastic stuff Let's move on to the second track from the Soul Sensation Maybe we should do an album Soul Sensation but maybe not Okay, let's move on with Norman Brown from the CD West Coast Cooling What's going on? Oh, 
is it could be described as laid back although uh, it's done in a laid back style uh, there is some deeper meaning behind it and as you know this track was originally performed by Marvin Gaye the sentiment and the relevance of this song is still sadly true today the track was composed by Alfred W. Cleveland Marvin P. Gaye and Ronaldo Obi Benson What's Going On was the first album on which Motown Records' main studio band the group of session musicians known as the Funk Brothers received an official credit Featuring introspective lyrics about drug abuse, poverty and the Vietnam War, the album was also the first to reflect the beginning of a new trend in soul music. What's Going On was both an an immediate commercial and critical success and has endured as a classic of early 1970s soul. In worldwide critics or artists and public surveys, it has been voted one of the landmark recordings in pop music history and is considered to be one of the greatest albums ever made. Okay, thanks Doc, and we move swiftly on to the section that we know as... My favourite part of the Smooth Groovers podcast where we dive into the past, the recent past or down the decades, looking back to the tracks of our years of memories. And starting with one of my choices, keeping the soulful feel but with a rock origin, a cover of a very familiar song originally performed by a hugely successful band from Dublin in Ireland. This is a band from Scotland, a track from their debut album, the street mix version of the excellent I still haven't found what I'm looking for.
The Chimes and I still haven't found what I'm looking for, bringing soulful gospel to the Smooth Groovers podcast and this wonderful interpretation of the masterpiece from rock band U2. It's from the Chimes self-titled album of 1990 and I thought I'd give the street mix a spin just for a change but the regular version is on the CD as well, as is also the dance floor favourite, Heaven. Fantastic stuff, Professor. I love the way you dig up the, uh, the Goldens. The Golden Oldies. Well, this has actually got an interesting mix to it. It's not quite an oldie. It's an oldie from a rock perspective, but with a different spin. Get it? A different spin? Uh, actually, I don't, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't spin your records anymore? Okay, let's move on to the next track uh, I've chosen this time around. And I thought we hadn't played Stevie Wonder for a long time, although you can still catch the Stevie Wonder, and he starts to mention Funkumentary, which uh, we actually did record uh, in an earlier season. Just look through our Listen Again button, and you can scroll down to the particular show. So this is Stevie Wonder from the album Secret Life of Plants, A Seeds A Star.
The interesting thing about the Stevie Wonder album is that it was his first major studio release since Songs in the Key of Life in 1976. This is kind of true, as most of the music here is from the soundtrack for a three-year-old film, The Secret Life of Plants, which was in turn based on a best-selling book. I also read a review on the 1978 documentary at Amazon.com. It said that Stevie Wonder brings the instrument properly as far as it has ever gone as a human expressive instrument. But always his voice, acoustic piano, drums and bass have found ambient sounds, melded with electronic textures to create something nobody has ever done before and people have been copying it ever since. Let's move on to another track from the Bring It Back section. This is Everett Hart with So Automatic from the CD For The Love.
I guess this track shares a passion for why we do this show every couple of weeks. It's for the love of the music. I believe that we have mentioned this before, but it's also so nice that I really hope you don't mind me saying it again. And from his website it says, My spiritual side helps me get in touch with my emotional side, and together they create the feeding that comes from my horns. Before every performance, my band and I pray that God help us fill our audience with the love of the music he has given us. My focus is always on God and influencing my listeners in a positive way. And I think it's so wonderful that he said that it's worthwhile saying again and again. Yeah, it follows that uh, great artists who inspire us with their music probably had uh, their inspirations too to produce it. Fantastic stuff. Let's move on. And I've been dying to listen to this track. Well done, Professor, for picking it out. But I won't steal your thunder. Tell us all about it. Yep. Uh, Another CD from 1990, like the Chimes. Uh, This is an awesomely talented Grammy Award winning R&B jazz music singer and songwriter who's worked with some great names, all favourites of ours too, including... Michael Jackson, George Benson, Quincy Jones, Luther Vandross, Narada Michael Walden and Johnny Mathis. This song is called Wait For Me by the wonderful singer Patti Austin.
exhaustingly wonderful, a listening pleasure that only Patty can deliver. Wait for me and worth waiting for. From the album Love Is Gonna Get Ya, produced by pianist, film scorist and jazz producer Dave Grusin, with an impressive lineup of musicians that include Lee Rittner, Nathan East, Harvey Mason, Paulino da Costa and Jocelyn Brown. Fantastic stuff. And yeah, we're sad to be getting to the end of the show closely, but hey, we've got one more to go. Tell us all about it, Professor. Yeah, and just before I do, don't forget you can email us direct at studio at smoothgroovers.com. And if you're on the social networking sites like Smooth Jazz Space, the Jazz Network Worldwide, the Jazz Matrix, or MySpace, or Facebook, uh, or either on Twitter, contact us that way as well. Yeah, Twitter's pretty good. You know, you can send us messages direct www.twitter.com forward slash groovers. You know, we're always there first with the technology. Hey, we were first there with the podcast, but uh, that's another story. Okay, so completing Season 4, Episode 21, we have a Japanese duo called Kyoto Jazz Massive, consisting of Shuya and Yoshi Okino, which started as a DJ unit in the beginning of the 90s. These guys have pioneered the way for Japanese club jazz crossover music at home and abroad. This track is called, and uh, sorry if the pronunciation is wrong, Nasa do Sol.
Fantastic stuff. And uh, Professor, you've uh, outdone yourself this time round, and uh, it's really wonderful. Okay, thanks, Doc. From a CD compilation called More Bossa Remix Album, Kyoto Jazz Massive, and Nasa do Sol, the Restless Soul Acoustic Electric Remix. Hmm, that was a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I got that out. You can catch up with them at www.kyotojazzmassive.com and myspace.com forward slash Kyoto Jazz Massive. Fantastic stuff. Professor, we've come to the end of the show. Any uh, kind of thoughts about the uh, music this time around? Yeah, as usual, it's very, very nice. <laughs> and, you know, I was just thinking the other day, um, in, in a world without music, um, you know, car journeys would be boring. You know, sometimes even if there's no music about, you can just play back your favourite um, songs in your head. And it's possible, or it's probable, that musicians provide a, a service that is beyond actual words. It's, it's like... Um, poetry in motion a medicine and in fact there is uh, research I think I've, I've read about it somewhere that uh, suggests that uh, it actually has uh, healing powers I mean certainly when you describe a record that has feel good factor it does actually make you feel good it can mm. actually turn around your mood I'm not sure about when uh, you do exercise and you do music there are studies that say make you run faster and others that say uh, no nah, it doesn't make any difference all I would say is that you've got to take care because you don't want to get run over because you've got the music bunging your because you've got the music buzzing in your head and uh, you're distracted. But most of the time, it should be okay. Yeah, of course, if you use portable music players and stick headphones in your ears, uh, you've got to be careful. Don't turn it up too much. Make your hearing last. And um, be careful when you're on noisy trains. I know our London Underground is really, really noisy, and uh, some people... Um, have it so loud. You can so hear it loud. Well. You have to turn it loud to uh, overcome the noise of the train, but then that's really bad. I think you're probably better off pausing it until it gets a bit quieter and then, and then resuming play. You've got to watch those decibels. You've got to watch them. Anyway, listen, uh, Professor, that's the end of the show this time round, and uh, this is uh, Season 4, Episode 21. We played quite a number of tracks, the Kyoto Jazz Massive, before that Paddy Austin, before that Everett Hart, before that Stevie Wonder, before that The Chimes, and that was the Bring It Back section. In the Soul Sensation, we started off with Gil Scott Heron with Brian Jackson, and we followed that with Norman Brown. We had some fantastic stuff in the Fresh Batch section. We had George Benson, we had Rocco Ventrella, we had Rick Braun. It was very nice of Bob Baldwin to give us an interview and uh, also tell us about his fantastic new album called Looking Back. And we featured a track from there which happened to be You Never Can Say Goodbye. And uh, we can never say goodbye to you guys because we love it so much. And don't forget to go to the websites of all these artists. All of them present their um, music on uh, websites or MySpace sites or other social networking sites. And uh, you'll find links to purchase their music as well. Absolutely. Okay, until next time, thanks a lot for taking part in Podcast Revolution. Podcast Revolution it is.